Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian, and... I'm Inessa. And I'm not Inessa, I'm Brian, as previously stated. Yes. Well, this is the X-Men Files, the podcast where we worry about audio... Because we're, we're not actually very good. And when I say we're not very good at it, I was about to qualify that and say I'm not very good at it. You, you're, you're so bad at it. I'm even worse at it than you are. <laughs> exactly. You don't even You don't even, don't even do it. Yeah. yeah, you don't even try. Um, you do take this opportunity, though, to clean up some elements of the closet. I just don't want you to have to sit there next to, like, dirty socks. I'm sitting next to a pile of dirty laundry. Yeah. Um, this is not. This Just is not a regular a day in the Cludio. Uh, yeah, another day of the office uh, for me. Uh, which issue are we talking about today? We are talking about issue. Finish the yawn. Finish the yawn. Are you, are you done? It I'm looks done. like you're holding it in. Nope. You shouldn't hold in the yawn. I'm not holding in the yawn. It, that's like uh, looking at something cross-eyed. If you do it too long, it'll stay that way. <laughs> What, 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 what biological principle did we think applied there? Like if, if you if you point at someone for too long, your finger will stay in you that know, position. Do you know what a Russian superstition is? You've told me a few of them, but I can't yeah. remember any a of them. A Russian superstition is if like, someone is lying on the floor and you step over them, yeah. they'll stop growing. I thought it was just you didn't want to like step on them. I mean, you don't want... Maybe that's why it came to be. But the superstition yeah. is that if you step over them, they will stop growing. I, I Seems do like remember... a good way to be taller than everybody. Just step over them, everybody. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> like, we should have like constant one-upmanship of stepping over people. Yeah, we should have like a Russian superhero, yeah. and and that's like all dwarves. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. Like the superheroes is tall, but I mean that's a lot of uh, that's a lot of work. You got to step over everybody. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's a tall. Uh, forgive me. Tall order. Um, <laughs> all right. I do remember when. Our first child was was born shortly after that. I mean, she'd play on the floor because from zero to 12 months or even longer, humans are pretty useless. They just yeah, like lie down in a much. pool of their own urine and feces <laughs> and they can't stand or do anything like they that. Can't, so they can't. They're uh, so cute, though. Oh. They're, they're pretty cute. The child was really cute. Our first child. Was yeah, I know. Cute. Um, yeah. I, I think she's loads cuter now, yeah. and has been loads cuter than she was the first twelve months. But but well, I'm I'm inhuman. I'm a monster. But my point is, she would spend a lot of time lying down on the floor. And I do remember you saying, "Don't step over her." <laughs> not, not in it. Not in a, like a real legit superstitious way. Yeah. It was. It was almost. I, I, I don't know how to. It, like, it was just a habit. Yeah. It was just a thing that you. We're accustomed to thinking. Yeah, it's a thing that you like a lot. I mean, like I guess a lot of superstitions from superstitious cultures and people that grow up with that. It's like it's a thing that you simultaneously know is absolutely untrue and yet somehow believe to be yeah true with some portion of your of your brain. So yeah, it, like me and the cross eyed thing. I don't I don't look cross eyed for more than a count of ten, and even <laughs> then, I think I'm I'm pushing my luck. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Americans other thing don't like, have a lot of superstitions like that. Well. I think that it depends on how you phrase it. Mm-hmm. We're already, I think, embedding superstition as um, a thing that we know is not true. And it's sort of like saying there's not a lot of things that Americans know aren't true, and yet they'll do it anyway. Um, there are loads of those, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe what I'm thinking of... 
I want to spend the next five minutes talking about how much I don't all of the things that I don't like about about uh, American culture and, and American uh, mm. uh, thought systems. Yeah, I, I, I know. Let's spare us both that and talk <laughs> about the X-Men instead. Uh, but what I will say is this. It, it, you don't need to chill the shortening when you're making biscuits and you don't need to worry about over overworking it. Calm the fuck down. Okay? <laughs> because you don't need to like put the butter in a freezer and it's got to be frozen like a block of fucking ice in order to make a biscuit. They didn't make biscuits at a place where rural Southerners would have had access to chest freezers yeah. with rich creamer butter. I mean, probably that butter would be room temperature because it had been in a cow a couple of days previously. And you weren't even using butter often. You're probably using lard often. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. it's possible that we've improved on those biscuits by figuring out that they're even but, better when the butter is cold. But we didn't spend generation upon generation eating biscuits and thinking, my God, if only we could have some colder butter for this thing to be better. It was a delicious, delicious thing. And if you make it without going overboard on, on the frozen butter, it's still going to be pretty delicious is my point. So is, just you know, calm the fuck down. What is that piece of paper? Uh, that piece of paper... Christ almighty. I hate you so much. Um, <laughs> this is a ticket to get into a cross-country event oh. that was in the back pocket of a pair of pants. I removed it from the back pocket and I placed it in this clue. This is this is our worst beginning ever. <laughs> We've not mentioned <laughs> any they, anything you... about pop culture other than a a non-existent Russian superhero who steps over people to keep them from becoming tall. At a middle school cross country event, did they let you in with that piece of paper? Yes, huh. they let us in with that piece of paper this past week. I printed out a ticket on a sheet of paper. Yeah, because it's got a QR code on hmm. it. Interesting. All right, we are on fucking fire right now. <laughs> And it's only going to get worse because issue 217, I read it last weekend. I don't even want to recap it. I can recap it. Go for it. You okay. recap it, but be efficient. Be efficient. Yes. And, and don't mention the title of the issue. Don't mention the title of the issue. No, you don't need to do that. Why not? It doesn't add anything. That's bizarre. Okay, hold on. I got to no, scroll no, back. It's like, like, you don't need to... Uh, 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 the name of this movie is Citizen Kane, and it stars Orson Welles as Citizen Kane. Are you saying that that's a thing that I always do that is not helpful? It's always the first sentence. It, it, it's like... Uh, <laughs> you're saying, you're saying that mind, I always say issue 17 is called Folly's Gambit? Yes. Okay. Uh, I won't bear, say that. Bear in times. mind that, that, that you're incredibly bright <laughs> and you're, you're hilarious, and that's those are two of the reasons why I love you so much. Uh, the other reasons why I love you, don't, we don't need to share with the other world at large, but um, you're incredibly bright. But saying issue 217 is titled blah, blah, is <laughs> like... Is that the swimmer is a really good swimmer? <laughs> well, it's that. It is also it is also <gasps> the the 10-year-old who's already... Webster's Dictionary defines revolution <laughs> this as... This summer. <laughs> my summer. By Anasa. This summer, I went on vacation. The reason why I went on vacation <laughs> is because my parents forced me to. <laughs> All right. We open with, uh, we're on Muir Isle. Uh, Very good. Yeah, the north coast of Scotland. Already painting a picture. <laughs> a lonely slab of rock jutting out of a sea that's silver slashed obsidian rolling in the light of the just risen moon. Rolling Says in the light. Chris Claremont, something that uh, your man Powell uh, goes on at some length about. Yeah. At the beginning of his review. Uh, we are out in, in the woods. Uh, 
What's her out name? Out in the streets. Psylocke is running around. Out in the playground. There's a da- There's like a, a bright light. We're not exactly sure what's happening here. Uh, there's a ship out in the water. They see this, this flashing light. The captain tells uh, one of his fishermen to uh, keep, keep a close eye because uh, some fucked up shit goes down at uh, Muir Isle. And the fisherman says, I, oh. Skipper, I oh, will. I, Skipper. <laughs> For you and Not my... weird stories about the rook, and she ends it. Moira McTaggart. You done? That's the best Scottish accent you've no, ever heard. It was very Isn't good. It? I was talking. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy says, I, Skipper, I will. For you and my true master, Dr. Doom. Ooh. Ah, so Dr. Doom. Wondering who Doctor Doom is, and I can uh, tell um, you right now, we're no, not going to no find one, out more in this issue. Yeah, no one is wondering who Doctor Doom <laughs> okay. is. We're not very, wondering, but yeah, y- you might be, and, and mean, you and you are forgiven for wondering that. But or the, the of, casual. No, hang on, we're not wondering, and you're not wondering either. You've already met Doctor Doom have, in but issue like one forty. What I'm saying is, whatever. if you think this is a lead-in to Doctor Doom appearing two pages Correct. later and doing some stuff you're wrong this yes, is the only on. mention of dr doom in this in this issue yeah so we're back uh rogue is working with dazzler and uh you sort of figure out that they're doing some sort of training exercise uh-huh. uh they're training on the next page there's more trailing training there's... and by the way we've already passed the bechdel test yes i that's funny because i thought that too on, on when page I was... four page yeah. four yeah. Motherfucker. when i was reading it i page thought four. that this Issue clearly passed. Longshot is here somewhere, too. Gives the Bechdel um, test a suplex. Yeah. <laughs> smashes it. Breaks its Gives neck. Gives it a wham and a voip. Voip. I'm so happy that you said voip. Oh, yay. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're training, and there's some recriminations about kind of who's doing what. Uh, Dazzler appears to knock out Psylocke, but then Psylocke is just, like, playing possum. Uh, there's a little bit of dramatics. Her eyes look pretty crazy when she uh, yeah. goes non-possum. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's like the yeah crazy yeah. stuff. Um, then uh, Banshee kind of puts a puts a halt to the exercise. They go back to the house, and there's a lot of conversation about being a team, making mistakes, everybody making mistakes, working together. You know, a, a, yeah. what does he call it? A uh, hold on. Um, what does he call it? I will let you know in a he moment. He calls it a combat gestalt. Gestalt. It's gestalt. Yes, he's like you know, y'all have to work together, work together, die alone, uh, etc. I love the breakfast scene. Yeah, the I like the breakfast scene. There are a lot of a lot of terrific. words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, about about teamsmanship and, and teamsmanship. Teamsmanship and becoming a team. We're down in the hospital with. Uh, Moira McTaggart and Callisto, who's like doing pull-ups or gymnastics or something, and uh, Callisto says that uh, if her if her people uh, are don't have the will to 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 fight to get better, then they're better off dead. Uh-uh. And Moira's like, hmm, you know, would you say the same thing about the X Men? They've sort of lost a little of their oomph as well. Next scene. There are more pull-ups. Everyone's doing pull-ups. They've got an unlimited number of of pull-up bars down there. I, I was actually looking at something else. Uh, I, was, I was looking at a wiki thing, and when you said pull-ups, uh, the, like, are they shitting their pants? <laughs> no, they're doing, like, chin yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. It's the only sort of and pull-up I've ever been able so to do. So Dazzler, uh, Callisto's kind of fucking with Dazzler a little bit, and uh, Dazzler, like, on the bottom of page, on page uh, 11. 11 yeah. Yeah, sort of really. First of all, she keeps calling her uh, Flightingale or whatever she calls her. 
Lightingale. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she doesn't like that, even though I think that's a, a cool name. And I, yeah, from now on, I would like that to be my nickname. Lightingale? Yeah. And, okay. And um, she gets really mad. Dazzler gets really, really pissed off at Callisto and sort of storms out, storms out into a, I guess, boat or a jet ski, something that's sitting there. Rogue follows her. And uh, Dazzler's like, you can't make me come back. I'm never going to come back. Nothing you can do. And Rogue was like, actually, I was just bringing you your jacket. Yeah, exactly. And, Fuck off. Yeah, let us know if you're <laughs> yeah, ever going yeah. to come back. So yeah, yeah. she goes into town. There's a party. She's dancing and singing. She's really enjoying it. She, she starts dancing with this sort of uh, hot, kilted, Sean Connery bald. Yeah, uh, exactly. Bald Sean. Uh, I mean, I, I can't remember when, when Connery went bald. But the, yeah, he has a mustachioed yeah. Sean Connery. I think that's like Zardoz era Sean Connery. <laughs> it does look like Zardoz right era. Yeah, yeah. Sean Connery, who's been married to his wife, was married, was married to, to his wife. Yeah, for like quite some time. A think, fifty, yeah. yeah, like in Hollywood years, like a billion years. He could have got so much neck. Along <laughs> the way. I, mean, he, I mean, who knows what he, they're? Yeah. Well, I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm saying like like had he, and who knows? Well, I'm echoing you. Who knows? Um, had he not wanted to be uh, yep. married, uh, oh man, he could yeah, have been it was pretty, pretty, pretty adorable. Up to his neck in it. Yeah. Anyway, so they're they're dancing. Uh, they step outside, and this car races past, and she recognizes uh, mm. Juggernaut, and f- decides that she needs to follow him to uh, to 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 stop him from doing whatever it is that he's doing. He sees her following, and then there's this like sort of extended remix thing of him figuring out. Uh, who she is, calling her a number of kind of misogynistic names, and then frail, frail. is my favorite. Yeah, Chris Claremont Skirt. is the only yeah. person that I've ever seen use the word frail. Yeah, <laughs> to describe to, a woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say this, but I, I, I have to. I mean, like, I, without thinking about it too bad, I, too hard, I could come up with like like two dozen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, 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 okay, you don't game, need to, yeah. but like frail, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that. I'm saying, like, I've been exposed to so many uh, yes. of those uh, god awful names, but yeah. yeah, there's another VoIP, and another uh, yeah. yeah, and Juggernaut is like, turns out he knows who she is, he's a big fan, yeah, yeah, yeah and right. uh, they have this kind of long thing about how he, you know. I'm not really sure what the point of it all is. He's he's trying to show her that maybe she should just stick to singing pretty songs and not be a superhero because she's not actually that good at it. And he and she's determined to show him that she is good at it. And that goes on for like a whole bunch of pages. Yeah. This page, that page. Finally, like he catches up with her and she's using all of her her powers to, you know, whatever. Um, she collapses. He's like ready to take your medicine. Was like I don't know what that even means. Like he's gonna like rough her up a little bit to show her that she's not really cut out to be a superhero. And then she collapses, and and now he's sad because uh you know he worshipped her, but also he killed her. Right. Would right. that she were actually dead. I don't think that she is because I think we see her again. Uh, according to the Powell thing, uh, we see like, yeah, I can we tell see you plenty of her. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's the recap. That is the recap. Okay, what did we think? Uh, I, I couldn't tell reading it if it was just like a filler issue or if it was like yeah. a, a setup, you know, like setting setting something up. Something, or both. Or both. Yeah. Something cool that's going to happen in the next one. I always like ones that have a lot of talking. Um, I know from the Jason Powell that Dazzler was, blah, 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 yeah. that Dazzler was about to become like kind of whiny and unlikable 
Hmm. perhaps at least according to him um you know that she's kind of she says that she just wants to make people happy but really she's like addicted to fame and you know she just wants to be famous and then that that kind of gets in her way and maybe this is me speculating here kind of gets in the way of her being a good team player with the rest of the uh of the x-men assuming that at some point they're all going to be reunited together again um so it felt like felt a little the the I like the setup. I love the breakfast and her leaving and even the dancing bit. But then the fight between her and, and Juggernaut um, seemed a little a little just like filler. Like they had X yeah. number of pages and we need to fill it with this fight. And I mean, I get it. I can't imagine having to write something like that every month. You know, so right. much coloring and dialogue <laughs> so and so much, <laughs> so much drawing and just yeah. like so much work. Um so I'll, I'll respond to, to to a couple of things. Yeah. Starting with um, filler and setup. Yeah, I think it's both. And it felt like that to me as well. Mm-hmm. The guy at the bottom who served at the bottom uh, bottom of page whatever, the uh, the fisherman who serves Dr. Doom. Right. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah, we yeah. might care at some point. You know, we might yeah. care, but but it, it was pretty, it was kind of a throwaway thing. Um, I, I think Claremont had... I hope like next issue is going to be something that was too big for one issue. Mm-hmm. And so he's got a half of an issue that he needs to, uh, to kind of backfill. Yeah. You hope because you don't know, you haven't read it or you don't remember. I hope that the next issue will not be a half of an issue and then some more filler. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. But you don't, you don't actually know because you haven't read it. No, we're, we're, we're running through in... the, through the looking glass yeah. here. Uh, this is new to us both. Um, so I, I like some of the slice of life moments there. I, I've already said I like them at the breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. I even like the beginning of the issue, the fight with Juggernaut dragged. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in terms of Dazzler, um, what you just described to me makes her more interesting to me. Mm-hmm. The one could say one of the defining um, characteristics of Marvel comics that distinguished it from DC is that the, the, the super, you know, the heroes are all flawed. They're complicated. They're human. Mm-hmm. This you know, contrast that with Superman. Superman was, wasn't. Oh yeah. I guess he would. Batman was. Batman's flawed. Batman is psychotic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Batman has. He wasn't gone psychotic through, in the uh, in the you know my first exposure. He's to Batman. gone through several different yeah, he wasn't characterizations, yeah. right? Um, but Batman is is not. He doesn't make mistakes in the same way that Marvel heroes do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I told, I've told you about the, the there's like an adult person who, uh, when there is an adult person, and I learn that they are like big fans of. Uh, you know, Batman or DC right. Comics. I I, wor- I worry about whether you know they and I yeah. have irreconcilable philosophical differences. You might, except for Jim, who is a big fan of DC Comics, and yeah, yeah. It, it, it's possible to yeah. enjoy DC Comics and com- well, I enjoy comics mm. <laughs> generally. Anyway. Uh, I, I, I don't get me wrong; I I have my issues, but I, I think that I, I I'm capable of, of maintaining a decent human uh, friendships and so forth. Um, <laughs> Whereas I am not, I guess. Returning to Dazzler, yes. she it, it, it's maybe a little bit blunt, but okay, these are comics that we're talking about. If that's her 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 arc, that that's her her character, not not flaw. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
like that's her, her thing. That's yeah, the journey battle, that she's yeah. on. That actually is pretty interesting to me. Yeah. The character started off. We've mentioned this a couple of times that she's basically like like the monkeys. <laughs> it was it was a prefab thing. There was going to be this deal with a record company, and there was going to be an actual performer who would be Dazzler. Right. I remember you saying that? Yeah, exactly. So it, that origin, and I've read the first few issues of the Dazzler comic, and. She's not super interesting. That, that's a little bit harsh, actually. She She's a struggling performer in the comics, and she fights crime on the side or vice versa. So that's sort of interesting. But this idea that she's falling short of her own expectations and trying to reconcile that, that sounds pretty interesting to yeah. me. So here it says that, um, have you read The Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Okay, that's, he talks about that. That thing is, that thing is fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> it says, a fascinating yeah. example of seeing a writer and Nocetti learn yeah, as she goes. What is it? Nocent. Mm. Um, I, I say Nocenti, I think that's pretty, that's uh, that's probably what Nocenti's, it is. What, yeah, that's Nocenti what it looks like. Nocenti or Nocenti, yeah. Um, yes, marked by awful pacing and painfully awkward dialogue, but at its core tells a good story that gives dimensionality and depth to Dazzler for the very first time. Claremont was taken enough with Nocenti, Nocenti's Nocenti. version of Allison that he hastened to unfold the character along with the original superhero creation Longshot in the regular cast of the Uncanny X-Men. Yeah, so. Longshot also created by Ian Nocenti. Um, Ian, who edited a bunch of issues of the X-Men. She may still be the editor on this one. Let me look very quickly as I scroll through the pages and then the little spirally thing. Okay. Uh, but, Possible. Uh, yeah, so Nocenti wrote some of her own stuff and she also, I think, did some writing on New Mutants. I'm not remembering that. I've been seeing her name on the front yeah, of yeah, these she's, for she's months editor, and months. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she's editing this. Yeah, so so she's got a very uh, she's got a very good constructive working relationship with Claremont. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of um, uh, in, in, in passing thoughts and ideas back and forth. Yeah, uh, th that's an interesting thing. Okay, cool. That <laughs> hearing all that, I, I, I'm retroactively interested in Dazzler. Yeah. Well, retroactively upping my grade on on this comic. I want to okay. go back and relook at some of the um, some of those passages because uh, yeah, Dazzler, she's she's in the team. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to go back and, and revisit that because I, I, I know that Within the Marvel Comics universe mm -hmm. at that time, it is after the public has found out that she's a mutant, and so she's had this kind of fall from grace. Right. She's had to sort of right. almost go into hiding, right? I can't exactly. remember. They yeah. found yeah, 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 her yeah. somewhere. Yeah, they, and, she was playing, yeah. I think, in Lila Cheney's band, maybe. Right. Um, also, and I, I, I would love to see a copy of this. Jim Shooter wrote a graphic novel with Dazzler called, mm -hmm. like, Dazzler the movie or some shit mm -hmm. that was just really not well received. Mm -hmm. um, I am an unapologetic Jim Shooter, Shooter apologist, <laughs> but his his writing is not up to the best of Bronze Age comics writers. Yep. So I would love to read this graphic novel because. Hmm. It sounds like it is Jim Shooter at his worst. <laughs> is that in the in the the app? I wonder. Could you read it? No, I, it, it is not. There are a lot of graphic novels that are not included not in, in the, the Marvel, Marvel Comics app. app. Yeah. Um, like Dave Cockrum has a thing, uh, Star Jammers or something, or the Futurians. I can't remember which of those two. Some really cool space opera mm -hmm. graphic novels uh, that that I'd love to get a look at, mm. but they're not there. Hmm. Um, 
where was I going with all this? Oh, Dazzler. Dazzler I think Dazzler yeah. may be interesting, and I want to I want to look at some of those again. Right. Last time we saw Juggernaut, some of those was when, when he, he trashed that bar, or have we seen yeah. him since? I don't think that we have seen him since. Right. Now, Powell would know about this. Um, the I don't know if Powell has mentioned this, and I don't want to preempt the next issue. The let one of the times that we saw or the juggernaut was seen was in Scotland and juggernaut was in cahoots with black Tom Cassidy, hmm. uh, who is Banshee's brother. Yeah. It would be interesting to see if, if he makes an appearance. I don't know if he will. That would I, be, that would do something. I wonder if juggernaut was like going to, cause he kept saying that he had like an appointment <laughs> that he right, had to go to. Right. So was he going to see him or was he going to be a, a bank account, which is what he was doing the first <laughs> <laughs> you know, opening his check, he wanted the free toaster or some shit. Um, that was wait, hang on, that that was that, I can't remember if that was before or after. No, we saw him at they trashed the bar, and then there yeah, was yeah. another one where he was going to the bank. That's right. So maybe yeah, that's we've right. Seen him yeah. twice. Yeah, and I can't remember what happened. He's in that just issue. like some weird guy while. that like just kind of keeps randomly turning up, but is also evil, but also like not that evil somehow he's like right. fair like he's not just like malevolently evil he's more like there's something there's something awesome about this that he he, he kind of dabbled with evil but now he's just a regular guy <laughs> he's got appointments and he's got to go to the bank <laughs> and shit like this uh the, i know that this is not deliberate it can't yeah. possibly be deliberate but the way that he is sort of popping up it's like the same way that that you run into people that you haven't seen yeah. for a few. Hey, how's hey, it going? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you still with blah blah? Yeah. No, no. I quit Magneto's, and now I'm. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Just, um, oh, I'd love to chat. I really got to run. I'm exactly. meeting someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do want to mention this. Juggernaut first appeared in the pages of the X Men. His very first appearance in the Marvel Comics universe was in the pages of the X Men. Um, it's a two-parter, which for Silver Age comics is pretty rare. Yeah. They usually bring it home within like, like 21, 22 pages, whatever mm -hmm. they had. This was a two-parter. The very first part is a lot of flashback from Professor X, hmm. but also them being told, this is the most dangerous shit that you... Like, we're all going to die <laughs> because there's this guy named the Juggernaut and he is unstoppable. He is going to fuck us all up. Obviously, they're not using this language. Mm -hmm. And so, you put up all of the defenses around the mansion and everything. And like, holy shit! I mean, if I, I already knew who the Juggernaut was, mm -hmm. and I knew that. But I'm reading this. I'm like, man, shit just got real. Things are looking. This issue. Things are looking grim. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, it, it, Juggernaut does in fact penetrate the mansion, and there's a big, a big uh, battle and a brouhaha. But it, it is a very interesting contrast to how the juggernaut is portrayed now. Now, right. Where he's on his way to an appointment. He's in the <laughs> uh, he's in the, the convertible. He finds out the Dazzler is is uh, uh, Elson Blair, the singer. is like, oh my god, I'm a big fan. He's just been really. Um, but also, I have to teach you this weird misogyny deluded. lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in a weird way. So, so that that's fascinating yeah. to me. All right, well, I'm curious to see what happens uh, next time. I am, too. What other pop culture stuff do we want to talk about? Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of things. Uh, do I have anything? I don't think I have anything. I'm trying to think. We talked about Amsterdam last time because I'd seen that. You kind of barely did Already, that. yeah. yeah. Um, what else have I done? Nothing. Go ahead. Whatever. Shoot with whatever you have. I, I, I 
gave you a minor bit of flack when you took our daughter to see a movie at the Alamo Draft House because the tickets are actually the tickets are I think probably the tickets were fine, but the food yeah, like was the food expensive. Food up. Yeah. Uh, also, it's it's a total shag to get over there. It is so way over the fucking Raleigh. I can't wait to get back there. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool, right? It's continuing a cool place. to look yeah. for pretexts to go yeah. back there. I saw Akira there a couple of weeks ago. Um, first of all. They're showing the movie Akira. Yeah. <laughs> Which they show a lot of random stuff. Again, yeah. well, it, it, I mean, Akira is... is Not random. I don't mean okay, random, yeah. like, who's ever non, heard of this movie? Like, non Stuff that was mainstream. released, like, 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we saw Steel Magnolias there, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Real cool, cool stuff. Um, so this is the second time that I've seen Akira in, mm. in, a, in a theater. I, I saw it when it was first released, and I'd read the, some of the comic before that, because it was, it was originally a manga... Uh, comic. I want to say yeah, the Alamo Draft House is great. I want to go back. Also, I, I ordered popcorn. I get like a bottomless bowl of popcorn, which, you know, fat boy that I am, I didn't need a second bowl. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I would love to go. But they bring you out. It's it's a fucking bowl. Like, did you get any popcorn? No, we, I don't did you think, see anybody else who got uh, popcorn? Maybe. I then this is news to you. It doesn't come out in a bag. In a paper bag, Inessa. It comes out. <laughs> It is a bowl, like a our metal, like a bowls? metal yeah. bowl. Yeah, and they saw that, and like I, I almost started to cry <laughs> <laughs> because when I, you know when I get there, I mean, like the decor is amazing. I am right at home because I, I, I fucking yeah. love movies, and I've got all these like posters cool in the wall. It's just like yeah. this really, really loud, uh, in your face kind of 60s yeah. era, 70s era decor. And they have that like sort of video rental kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know front. how that works. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of curious about that, but um. But but you know I, I sit down I get this popcorn and I, I just like I, I I don't want to leave. And first just, of all, you have to make your order like on a little piece of paper. Yeah, that that, that yeah. I was a little bit freaked out by that. Yeah. Uh, but but you know whatever like I, I'm okay. I, this is just me yeah. learning what the protocol is, and it's different because my assumption about why it's different is, Elma Draft House started before smartphones. Yeah. Uh, in in Texas. And so like, that's how they did it. Right. Well now, I so mean, it would be a it's, real, it's a little bit back to the future. Yeah. yeah. But now, I mean, they wouldn't want to do it with have, I mean, people no. do take out their phones all the time in movies, sure, but sure. you know, I can't imagine that sort of place wanting to encourage people to take out their phones. Speaking of which, speaking of which the, whatever that before the film starts about saying, Hey, shut up and silence yeah, your phone. Yeah. I, I, I would have not to do this, but I, w- I would have stood up and cheered. Because they said, like, hey, don't text, don't talk. We will throw you out of the movie. Yeah, yeah. We will throw you. Also, you can't show up late. Can't show up late. Yeah. Can't show up late. They won't open the door. God doors. damn. <laughs> These people are serious about I guess, so, so, as, yeah. as, as I as I love to say, someone has been reading my dream journal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Alamo Draft House, hats off, baby. Yeah. And cool I, I, I'm looking for a, a nice opportunity for the four of us to, to go there. Yeah. Or... Or, you know, just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can fuck it up. Why are we seeing that? Why, why? Because you're not. Because <laughs> I'm going to see this movie that I know that I'm going to enjoy. Yeah, they're pretty good sports. That's they are. They are very good sports. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? What other? You said you had a couple of things. So that was one. Um, I, I want to give you one, though. I don't have anything. We, I didn't. Hmm. 
What did you, you fell asleep during the other run. It looked as though really you were enjoying asleep. it, though. I was enjoying it. Oh, I oh didn't sorry, fall you didn't fall asleep. asleep. Yeah, no, no, I didn't fall a... asleep. I had a migraine, so I yeah. just couldn't, like, keep my eye. The light was really bothering me. Yeah, sorry. I was having a hard time, really, like, immersing myself in it. I wanted to watch. That's why I went upstairs, because I wanted to, like, watch it again from the beginning. But I was enjoying it. It was adorable. Very I charming. thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, so that, w- that would have been the second time that I saw it. Yeah. I, I saw it in a the theater when I was taking a couple of days off. Yeah. Um... Uh, anyway, Saoirse Ronan, uh, if you don't have a crush on her by the end of that film, I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, she's just so goddamn adorable. Very likeable character, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, I saw I find, I saw The Witches, or The the Witch. The Witch. Mm, what's that? I can't remember who directed it. Oh, God. He, the <laughs> so same guy, gonna, Robert you, Eggers, directed it. you sure you don't mean Hocus Pocus? <laughs> we're not, we're not going to talk about Hocus Pocus. No, I didn't see Hocus Pocus. The Witch... This is a good horror movie, mm. and I watched it on a Wednesday morning. Hmm. During the time that you were taking off? Yeah, I took a couple of days off to uh, watch movies in a futile yeah. effort to stave off burnout. But I, I did. I, so um, Anya Taylor Joy is in that, and it's one of her first early er movie mm-hmm. film performances. Um, the guy who is in the office, who is like the the boorish uh, asshole guy. Todd Packer? No, no, no. Uh, the UK version. He's the UK version of Todd Packer. Oh. Um, Do you remember him? No. He's in this movie, and he's great in it. I, I I do have cognitive dissonance every time I see this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who that is. Yeah, I, I'll look it, look it up in a minute. Yeah. But it was... Um, um, if, you, if you look up The Witch with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, yeah. the, there's just one... One adult, man? Yeah. Uh, adult male uh, yeah. role there. There's a role, it's a very, very... First of all, creepy as fuck. Yeah. Uh, this movie, and I enjoyed it. It's good. I don't get to watch horror all that often, so I, I like being able to do that. Uh, this guy? Yeah, he actually does. What's his like, name? Uh, Ralph Michael Innocent? Maybe. Hang this on, guy? show me. It doesn't look familiar to me from The Office. Oh, yeah, that guy, yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe it's been a Ralph, long time. Yeah, Ralph Innocent. Maybe it's been a long time since I've seen The British Office. It may, it, it could be, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, anyway, uh, very good, so good in that role that it's, it's yeah. hard for me to. She was in uh, some other stuff. She was in Amsterdam. She had a big. Role. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what else have I done? Oh, also saw Always Be My Babe. Always Be My Maybe. Oh, did you like? You didn't tell me that. I don't think I knew that. Did you like it? I did tell you that. Did you? One hundred percent. You weren't paying attention to me. Possible. You were doing something else. I think. Like I'm playing with my pen right now. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right. You've got. <laughs> Remember earlier today when we were trying to plan menu for the week and you stared at a squirrel. The squirrel was really interesting in that moment, and yeah. he wasn't going to be there forever. He's not no, out there right now, but no, he's not. the menu no. notebook is still downstairs. I understand. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The squirrel was really <laughs> I mean, working on something. This is, this I wanted is actually to see where his journey took him. <laughs> so, like, like, this is a memeable thing from the film Up. <laughs> <laughs> that a dog will get distracted by seeing <laughs> a squirrel. I'm not usually distracted by That actually by happened squirrels. to you. So Today. this is one of the things that you have in common. <laughs> With a dog. A talking dog, a to talk- be fair. <laughs> a a dog, dogs. a sentient dog that has intelligence and, 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 and intelligence, speech. Intelligence, yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Oh, always be my maybe. Yeah, I, I saw that. It was, it was okay. Uh, Randall Park is someone th- that I'm deciding 
I'm reluctant to say this because you're going to think that I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know, marginalizing or exoticizing uh, non-Anglo performers. I'm not going to think that. One could think yeah. that. He has a little bit of like the Camille Nanjiani thing mm-hmm. where every time that I, I, I'm pretty much down for whatever he's in. Right. <laughs> he brightens everything that he does. He was really good in that. Yeah. Uh, he, he, was a, he was really funny in Veep. He was really funny in Ant-Man because he, like everyone else, is in the MCU. Yes. He was funny. He was funny in Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah. So so that movie, I, I don't need to see it again, but... I don't um, remember what... Who, what did he do in Veep? He was I, I, he was one of the presidential candidates, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah I yeah, can't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. What, what, what else his deal was, yeah. but... Yeah, he he was really funny in Veep, and he's funny in this. He's been in some, he's been in a ton of shit, right. but but I, I kind of want to work my way through the Randall Park uh, catalog, right. and, and and watch and enjoy him because yeah, he, yeah, he, no, he, he is funny, really yeah. really fantastic performance yeah. there. So uh, right. benefited from the Randall Park imprints. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a, the Amazing Race is the only thing that I can think of that we've been. Uh, that we've been watching is oh F one we've been watching the F one stuff. I've been watching F one. Yeah. yeah, we need um, to up your cinema game. Hmm. Yeah, we might. We need to, uh, especially uh, like your your father. Uh, he knows his cinema. Yeah. And so he does. Need to. We need to watch more movies. Full stop. Yeah, I mean we watch, we watch a movie a week at least with the family, which is we do, but yeah. we, we need to more watch, than zero. Maybe like, we like need to make different choices about the movies that we watch as a family. No, no, I don't think that. I think I think we're we're doing okay there yeah. within the the constraints that we have in terms of content and very different tastes. <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to get all of that, all those planets to align. I'm saying the two of us should yeah. watch more movies. More movies. Yeah. White Lotus. You, you looking forward to that? I am looking forward to that. We yeah. could watch that tonight. We man. could. We could. Yeah. We've been. I've been enjoying watching Silicon Valley bit by bit, rewatching it bit by bit. Yes. But, uh, yeah. We could watch that. Yeah. Tonight. We're what never I'm saying gonna, is we're we never need gonna to watch finish, more We're never going to finish the uh, the leftovers. We should watch the leftovers. Mm. Come on. Maybe. Come on. All right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We. I felt like we sort of lost interest. We in the did. Second, the but, second season. Um, we should watch more TV. I just keep saying that sure. over and over again. We should watch more TV. Uh, it, it is a good thing. It, it, it brightens us. It it, uh, it improves us. And it draws us closer together. What I'm saying to all of the podcast listeners, we should all... shall watch more TV. But I, I, I wonder whether Americans are watching enough television. And actually, I mean this sincerely. Yeah. I can say that whether I was right or not, in the '80s, and even in the '90s, and a little bit into the into the uh, the aughts, but but absolutely in the '80s, when there were three networks, I, I felt like I was plugged in mm-hmm. to the wider society. Yep. That there were only three news networks. They had a half hour of news a day. Yep. We all kind of watched that, yep. and I felt like. We weren't on the same page ideologically by no, any stretch. It was but, a very, very divisive time, but we were all dealing from a common environment. Yes, in terms of media. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at all sure. I mean, yes, it's fun to have a thousand channels and and you yeah. know, lots of choices, yeah. but I'm I'm not at all sure that we're better off now. Yeah. No, I'm convinced that we're not. Yeah. Uh, but also the conversation around uh, around movies. Uh, I'll say. Uh, 
to a lesser extent, well, a similar extent, like like what TV shows people watch, like, like Cheers. You saw a few episodes of Cheers the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody between the ages of like forty-five and sixty-five, if you ask them, have have you ever seen an episode of Cheers? They say, "Fuck yeah, sure, of course yeah, I did." Yeah, right. I've seen a bunch of episodes of Cheers. Right? Who hasn't? Yeah. Right. Right. Whereas television now, I have no idea what's it's even. Very uh, Sometimes I'll mention shows to people at work, and like, not only do they not watch them, they've never. Yeah. heard of them like oh, Silicon yeah. Valley I mentioned that Some, somebody yeah. like what's that I'm like I don't know it's on HBO like, right. you should, it's hilarious you yeah, yeah watch it's very it. funny yeah. um, speaking of Cheers this will be the last thing that I that I contribute yes, and you'll I need have... to come up with a closing thought okay go ahead <laughs> um, yeah so uh, I found a Twitter account that was uh, suggested to me the Twitter account is um, is it Ted Danson's birthday that's the name <laughs> of the account and every day every day other than I guess just one day <laughs> They tweet once a day, and it is usually, today is not Ted Danson's birthday. That's so weird. That is so awesome. That is great. That is absolutely what the internet should be used for. And God bless whoever came up with that. Uh, I I, I saw it, just like it popped up, today is not Ted Danson's birthday. Okay, great. Thank you. And like, that's the Twitter account. I checked like the feed from this thing. And over the past like, like 10 days or so, every day, today is not Ted Danson's birthday. So bizarre. Awesome. All right. Closing thought? Um, Closing thought. The Office. I was, I was thinking The Office is one of, you know, that yeah. came out at a time where there was still some Fair. sort of shared yeah. uh, experience of, of television. I don't know when that ended or, yeah. or started or whatever. Um, and it has kind of survived into streaming. Yeah. It, where people are, I mean, it was on Netflix for ages. It's on Peacock, but, but it does have, yeah. um, and if you're watching broadcast TV, Comedy Central is just like the fucking, it's the yeah, office Yeah, that's channel. all they play. Right. So now The <laughs> yeah. Office is one where if you mention it to most people, they will at least yeah. have heard of it or seen an episode, yeah. but maybe not all of it. But yeah. Okay. So so that's our cultural Rosetta Stone yep. now, is The <laughs> Office. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thank you for listening to The X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa. <laughs> <laughs>